Welcome to another episode of Healing Through Love. Each week, we share ideas, experiences, and resources to increase the awareness of domestic and family violence and to empower survivors to grow and thrive. We talk with experts who share their advice or with people who have experienced abuse, no matter where they are on their journey. This is all about healing through love. And now, here are your hosts, Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. Healing Through Love podcast with Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. Cosmic love is a superpower awaiting to be awakened in all human hearts. In episode 64, Andrea Billick discusses how we can love, thrive and shine. I didn't feel like I had a purpose. So those were two moments that really changed my life. And uh, I didn't have a plan. I didn't know how I was going to do it, Um, but I just knew I had to do it and uproot myself from a life which I knew, you know, from an apartment that that was paid for, from a car that I had, from my family, my friends, everything that I knew and start fresh in a different different culture and in a different country. The Healing Through Love podcast with Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. Welcome to Healing Through Love podcast. I'm your host, Charlene Lynch from charlenelynch.com. Healing Through Love is here to help victims and survivors of domestic and family violence find their way back to living a more fulfilling and meaningful life. We interview experts and survivors who share their beautiful stories and offer advice to those who've experienced abuse, no matter where you are on your journey of healing. As well as the Healing Through Love podcast, we hold annual Pamper Days here in Adelaide, South Australia for survivors of domestic and family violence where local businesses come together and pay it forward in a much needed day of indulgence. Think Day Spa on steroids. It's an amazing thing to behold. And I'm so proud of Healing Through Love because we've now gone global this year and we are teaching people all over the world how to hold their own days of indulgence and pay it forward in their local communities. Now, we're looking for organizations and for people with similar values so if you feel like this is an alignment for you please reach out to healing through love we're on every platform we'd love to have a conversation with you every week we interview amazing guests and this week is no different we have the amazing ag or andrea billing um is the best-selling author transformational coach and founder of the project of love we are so passionate about a project on love She's passionate about empowering women to love who they are and love what they do and love their lives. It's all about love and we're about love. Welcome, Andrea. It's so great to have you here. Thank you. It's so, so amazing to be here. And uh, thank you for having me on, on, on your show. And thank you for everything you're doing to spread the love in the world. And because I think that's the, you know, that's that's the key to everything, to every challenge in our lives, to every situation that that that's that's challenging like love going back to that frequency and to that energy of love so thank you for doing that 
It's so true. Love is a high frequency right up there with joy and gratitude. And when we can lean into love, we raise our frequency and the frequency of people around us. Now, you've written an amazing book. I'd love us to start the conversation today by talking a little bit about the book. How did you get to write a book and, and what's the book about? Okay, well, it's this is one of my books. It's called Five Easy Steps to Ending a Toxic Relationship. And it's about, you know, your topic because um, abuse isn't just, you know, physical abuse. There is a, a, a another type of abuse that doesn't leave marks on the body, but leaves marks on the heart. And that's the, the emotional abuse. And, you know, that can happen at, a, at an early age in, in a family. And that if, if that's not healed, then it will kind of, come back again and again and again in our relationships so that's what they call a toxic relationship it's a relationship where one of the partners is the abuser and the other person is the victim and um it's is the kind of relationship that it's it's labeled as, as toxic because instead of uh, lifting us up and bringing us to a point where we are the best version of ourselves it's 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 just the opposite it's just kind of um tears us down tears us down and and makes us feel that we are not worthy so you know i um talking a little bit about my story i was born and i grew up in romania uh and i had like very loving parents i know that they did the best they could to give me an education and provide for me but the way they express their love wasn't that kind of expression of love that I needed so I, I I wasn't told that I was smart I wasn't told that I was pretty uh and typically there were there was a lot of expectation from me to perform in school and to have to get the best grades and all that and whenever I failed those expectations there were there was heavy criticism so there was a form of you know emotional abuses being being raised up by by especially by a father who was very very demanding and who would easily get upset when I didn't meet his expectations so later that kind of transpired in my romantic relationships because I was drawn to men that were very similar to my father in that regard and when I was lucky to find a man who would give me unconditional love I would shy away from that person I would just find the reason to end the relationship because that wasn't my comfort zone that was a discomfort to, to me because it, it was forcing me to open up my heart and opening up my heart was something that was challenging so going through a journey of self-transformation and self-reflection and inner work and transitioning from a victimhood mentality where I would point my finger at the other person and blame them and say, hey, this is what you're doing to me and this is not nice. Um, I came to the realization that I drew in my life all those experiences to heal myself. So hence the, this book, came into being because I wanted to share with other people uh, the steps I, I, I took to free myself, not necessarily from those relationships, but from, from an old pattern, from a, from a trauma that I, that I carried inside. So, so that's what the book is for people who are in relationships that are, you know, 
somehow abusive. And by the way, if it's physical abuse, that the, the, the advice I give in the book is just go get professional help. I mean, you need to get professional help. You need to get out of there. You cannot, you cannot have that done to you. But if it's not physical abuse, if it's, if it's uh, emotional abuse, that seems like easier to endure. So we, we tend to stay and stay and stay and, and, and hope that things will get better, but things don't get better typically. And our self-esteem plummets and, and uh, then it's very hard to, to, to leave because there is the self-confidence is not there to, to, to be able to do that. I hear you every step of the way. I know for myself, it wasn't until I could start to love me uh, for my uh, uniqueness and what I bring to the world that I even felt worthy of a man who could love me the way. So we're just recently married. Um, I got married at 56. So we've only been married a couple of months now. Yay. Yes. Um, yeah. loves me so completely and so amazingly that I wouldn't have, the earlier me would never have felt worthy of a love like that. And so because of that, then I didn't attract him. Yes, and interestingly enough, AJ, uh, AJ um, she's, he's been in the background for 35 years. So he's always been there, but I didn't, I wasn't at that attraction level to bring him into my proximity because I wasn't loving myself the way that I, I deserve to be loved. So I hear you on every level. And I I can hear when you're talking about the book and how you needed to come to the realisation that you were attracting this. It's a really sticky subject. It's a really sticky subject because when we're playing the victim and we're using victim language and victim thought processes, we always think everything's done to us. It's done to us. And then the big shift is to see that everything around us happens for us. Everything happens for us, including abuse. So our listeners know that I've come from a background of not just family, but also domestic violence. And uh, and when I was able to change my perspective that this is happening for me, these are lessons for me to learn. And that my frequency, my frequency is attracting this behavior uh, otherwise, it wouldn't be in my proximity. So tough lesson. And I know hearing this for the first time and being on the other side and still being in that victim mentality, I remember going, oh, you just do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, So I get it. I get it, listeners. But if any part of this resonates with you, can I just encourage you to reach out and read the book? Read the book to help you move forward. I love it. So now tell us more about what you're doing moving forward with your book. Um, do you have other books that you've written? Are you running training sessions? Yeah, sure. So I, I just want to say, you know, that the book includes like really practical steps and um, and it doesn't tell you, you know, just get out of there tomorrow or now because this, again, it's hard, but you know, slowly, I think it's very important for a person who is this, in this situation to gradually uh, regain that self-confidence and self-esteem. And as you said, just remove themselves from that victim victim mentality because that's very comfortable, right? It's You don't have to take any responsibility because it's all the other person, but until you take responsibility and that's actually empowering, you know, to, to say, okay, somehow I attracted this in my life. That's already the first step to empower yourself. And I think that's the, that's the most important thing to, to, to put yourself in that position where, Hey, I'm not a victim. I'm someone who is actually 
creating something in my life consciously or unconsciously. So there are practical uh, steps that you can take and each chapter has um, has exercises. Um, and another book that I, I totally love is, it's called, uh, I Choose Love, A Journey from Fear to Love. And um, this book also has um, practical steps which you can take to access the frequency of love because since again our childhood most of us are conditioned to somehow live in fear you know if you don't do that you know you'll get you'll get punished and then later in you know society if we don't obey the rules we we, we are being punished so there is a fear and then you know the, there is a scarcity mentality and then the i'm not even not good enough mentality and now you know with all the social media and all the for women especially the self-image and all that i mean that's crazy what's what's going on there so you cannot serve two masters that's what they say you cannot serve fear and love uh at the same time because these are two different frequencies again so you cannot be in both at the same time and the choice we made out of fear are completely different than the choices we made we make out of love or coming from love so from love is actually following your heart and following your passion like let's say you want to write or you want to start a business or you know you want to volunteer and help people uh all these are coming from 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 your heart but then society tells you oh no you need to get a job so you, you you'd better stay in the job that you hate but you know it's you have an income coming every month until you know you they say okay you're done you cannot work here anymore so that's fear so these are two and one choice is very empowering again um and the other choice is kind of disempowering mm. and uh, keeping you in a loop so that's another book i'm also working on a on a uh women's fiction trilogy it's a romance it's called my life on tender and yeah i'm revealing the the title for the first time it's about a woman who travels the world to find true love and the thing is that this true love which is love basically because love cannot be fake it's already within us it's in our hearts it's a it's a again it's a frequency and it's our connection with the great spirit or the creator of all things whatever you want to call this energy um so it's in here it's in us and that's where we need to find it a self-love as you as you earlier said and um love for everything that exists and for life and once we find it there and we remember it's there and we remember that's who we are then we will attract it in our in our life so I have the project of love, which is a very ambitious project because the the the, the main goal is to just spread the love all around the world and, and give people who are ambassadors of love through their daily acts of kindness, a smile to a stranger it can basically save someone's life. If you just smile at someone, you don't know what that person is going through, but a simple smile can save a life and that's love so um bringing together all these people who are living their lives from this perspective and love is a foundation and you know creating a movement and uh i have a documentary that i I'll, i want to make and a podcast so there is there are many things uh kind of are in the making right now
Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, so, wow. So there must have been a moment in time where there was a transition for you, there, mm-hmm. a story that has created this pivotal moment that you've now stepped in to become the victor and changed your language, changed your thought processes. Is, is that a story that you can share with us today? Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, you know, it started in my childhood when I was kind of like, I was looking at life and I was very um, eager and excited about finding my life purpose. I, I wasn't sure that, you know, um, the the success stories the society is showing us that's that's necessarily the the path I want to go so um I, I I started writing stories when I was really young eight years old and then um I wrote a novel that didn't get published at 14 and then I pivoted and I was a radio host and tv host so I did many things but I always was looking for for uh for finding uh something that that's really mine and that's something that only I can do here on the planet like each one of us has this mission and it was funny because uh you know I had a like the character in my women's trilogy you know I had a I had social status I had money uh I had a nice job uh I mean I had everything basically but still there was an emptiness inside of me and I didn't know what to do about it so you know I would just buy clothes and then I would go from one relationship to another you know like the serial monogamist and uh eventually I decided to pursue um, a passion I had as a child and that was dancing so I enrolled in uh in um in uh, summer classes for for ballroom dancing and salsa and um, it turned out that the woman who was running the, the dancing school, she was a Reiki master. So that was my first connection like with, with spirituality. Uh, and uh, that basically changed my life because that was the point where they said, you know, if this is not your life path, the, where, what you're doing now, this is going to go away and it did like two I six months later I lost my job <laughs> so I've been a uh, uh and then that's how I went back into writing and to you know traveling the world and eventually ending up uh living here in the United States I'm in Sedona Arizona which was another childhood dream of mine like being here in this country and and being able to live here uh permanently so I think that that moment when I said, okay, I, I want to do something that I always wanted to do, like following my heart and, and um, take those dancing classes, that was one moment that changed my life because I, that I started to have a conscious spiritual practice, uh, meditation, Reiki, uh, reading of many books to open my mind and, 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 and see the world from a different perspective and expand my perspective of the world uh, and then in 2015 there was a fire uh, in a club in Bucharest maybe you've heard about it it was all over the world in the news like 64 people died some of those people were my friends uh, like young in their in their 30s um, and I could have been there that night and I wasn't I was at home and that was that really triggered me and I was like what I what am I doing with my life you know I mean what's my purpose so that's when I uh I moved to Dublin for a little while from Romania and then I 
eventually I made my way to the United States. But that idea of me, you know, dying with my song in me and just living a life that that really didn't serve anybody. I mean, yeah, you know, I was um I was making money and 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 doing my PR consultancy and all that, but honestly, I didn't feel like I had a purpose. So those were two moments that really changed my life. And uh, I didn't have a plan. I didn't know how I was going to do it. Um, but I just knew I had to do it and uproot myself from a life which I knew, you know, from an apartment that, that was paid for, from a car that I had, from my family, my friends, everything that I knew and start fresh in a in a different culture in a different culture and in a different country and i love it wow yeah. so needing to having that spark inside of you that there's something more and then being open to possibilities and i think that many of our listeners you know we're very closed sometimes to possibilities because it's something different than what we know and uh, i love that what you're saying is that being open to those possibilities and being curious because you don't know when one thing is going to lead to another thing that's going to lead to another thing and i love the fact that you've said you don't really need to know all the answers so that uh, you can just andrea you can just like figure it out as you're going as long yeah. as you're sort of heading in the general direction i love that that's fantastic and you've said that you've got a podcast coming up and you've also got a documentary is that something that you can talk about can you talk about the documentary or is it still like in secret stage i mean ever since i had this uh, the idea to write i choose love you know i watched the secret and basically every documentary i could watch that you know talks about uh, what the bleep do you know so all those documentary and i realized that uh, you know, they talk about the law of attraction, uh, healing, all that stuff, but there is nothing there that really explains the concept of cosmic love or love as a frequency and how this frequency can transform every every part of our lives. I like to, to talk and think about love as our inner superpower that can actually help us uh, bring to the surface the best version of ourselves. So... Um, that's the vision for the doc for the documentary to explain and show how this frequency can um, can transform us. And I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, so my beautiful baby boy passed away September two thousand eleven, and people quite often say like, "How do you do it? Like how how do how have you stepped into this new version of you? And how do you?" How are you not fall apart every day? And, and my answer is always the same. I live in the loving of him, not the missing of him. So my thoughts go to the loving of him and the frequency of him and the thoughts of about him rather than the thoughts of not having him in my proximity. And it's living in that space and that frequency of love for him, regardless of his choice to leave, that has enabled me to heal at what I call the speed of love. So that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an advocate for what it is that you bring to this planet and how you make a difference. I'd love to watch that documentary. I think it would be amazing. And I love, well, I mean, you know, what you're doing in the world makes such a huge impact that, yeah, I definitely want you to be part of it. So I want to stay, you know, connect. And, and I, I just want to point out what you said. You said his choice to leave. 
Mm. And that's a very important thing. And that I also touch on in my book, I choose love because um, how, people don't really think about death. And then they, they, they think about death as the end of everything. But when you look at yourself and you realize that you're, you know, your pure consciousness in a body, and you're having a body, you're having an experience in this body, but the body is not who you are. And when when a body is no longer animated by the consciousness, that's not the end for the consciousness. So the consciousness continues to exist. Then death isn't seen like uh, this tragic, this tragic, uh, this tragedy, this tragic moment in someone's life. It's just a transition to a different form of existence for that consciousness. Uh, I hear you. Uh, yeah, but it's difficult. It's difficult to be well, able to find that person or, you know, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Well, because I'm a woman of faith, um, a Christian woman, so that's so that particular thing is the thing that I struggle with, with my Christianity, is that we have one level of thought processes and around that and then spiritually I, I i still feel um i still feel an energy which for me is is not his ghost it is is the love that i have for him that is is is, is pointed in his direction you know on whatever level he is right now yeah so yeah. yes 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 and yes i hear you uh, <laughs> And, and our faith makes us have different thought processes in and around this as well. And, and I, again, I don't want to challenge anybody's beliefs and I totally respect, uh, you know, whatever our our dear friends and, you know, yours listeners believe, that's my belief. So, yeah, I'm... Uh, and isn't it beautiful that we live on a planet where we can have these beautiful conversations, spiritual energy, frequency, and faith, and that we can still um, explore different options because what's right for one person might not be right for another. And, uh, you know, thankfully we've got these beautiful podcasts where we can have these conversations and perhaps maybe these will be the things that will spark your curiosity. So you move forward and you'll read the book and then you'll become more curious and and watch the documentaries and and realize that you've got the power, you've got the choice to live a different life. And that's really what her book is talking about, is that educating you and being able to make a decision of how you want to live your life. I love it. I love what you bring to this planet. Oh, thank you so much. And I, I love what you bring, what you bring to the planet too. And thank you for creating a safe space for people to express, you know, different opinions and different beliefs. Because I think we need this. I mean, if someone has a different opinion, that doesn't make the person the enemy. We should be able to respect each other's opinions and 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 views and and you know life perception. Because no one has the absolute truth. We are not God. We are just you know looking at things through our lens, which is shaped by our past experiences and upbringing and education and all that. So let's be more tolerant with one another and remember that beyond our beliefs and points of view and all that, we are all connected and we are all coming from the same energy source from God. And in that respect, we are like a big family. Yes, as sisters in spirit, I love it. We yeah. um, and, and you know I love everything that you bring as far as having that level of curiosity and questioning. You know our how we were brought up and was you know this is they our parents did the best that they could with what they had. Yes, and we know we don't need to make those decisions to move forward. We've got the power of choice and we yeah. can choose a different outcome for our lives. 
And I love the fact that you've leaned into the frequency of love, which has enabled you to take risks, which other people might not be comfortable to do because they're living in that space of low frequency, no fear, and, and not feeling that they can support themselves to move forward with that level of curiosity. I love it. It's fantastic. And I'm looking forward to reading the book as well. So now tell us a little bit about how we can get hold of the book. Uh, well, my book is on Amazon. If you go to Amazon, US, UK, Australia, I mean, it's it's there. So it's available in paperback and an ebook. And I Choose Love is also available as an audiobook. So if you go in there and tap A uh, period, G period, B-L-I-G, B uh, you will find my books or you have, there is my website, agbilig.com. And then uh, the projectoflove.com explains a little bit in more detail, in more depth, the, uh, you know, the, the mission, our mission and the vision for the project. And you can also find my books and in the near future, a link to the podcast. So, yeah. Uh-huh. I love that. So all of these notes will be, all of these links will be in the show notes and also in the description. So you can just click on them. So you don't have to write them down. And if you're driving, please don't write them down. <laughs> Make sure that you, uh, you just follow the links. I love this. So um, if someone wants to lean forward and work with you, do you have a program where they can work with you? What does that look like? Well, I'm work. I'm working on on creating a program, but you know, I I also love to, and the program would be like love shine, uh, love thrive thrive shine, because I think when we access, you know, like the love that's already within us, we are love, then we we can finally embrace our authentic self, and then we actually unlock our gifts that we are born with. And that when we when we embrace those gifts and express them in the world, then we get to thrive because then we are like fulfilled and then, you know, we attract opportunities and prosperity and the people. So our life comes comes full circle. Uh, But, you know, I'm I'm already I'm always happy to share and I'm always I love to to empower people and encourage them and and remind them how great they are, how beautiful they are. So um I don't know session yeah I'm I'm all game I'm all up to that so um you can you can contact me through my website agbilic.com or at contact at agbilic.com you can put that email in the show notes as well if you'd like and uh, yeah I'd love to to hear from you and I'd love to hear um stories of love so if you you know if you or or a friend or someone you know have this amazing story of love that changed their life and again it doesn't have to be you know romantic love uh when people love what they do they create such beautiful um they make such a such, such an impact in the world so all kinds of love because love expresses itself in so many ways so I welcome those stories because I want to create an avenue for people to express that and show that there is so much love in the world right now. Yes, it's so true. Uh, So um, I love it. I've got a beautiful love story. It's actually going to be published in a magazine next month. And uh, the fact that we met and dated when I was in my 20s and then we separated for 35 years and then and he's been in love with me ever since and now we're, we've just got married so a beautiful story of when we can come full circle and we can love ourselves completely we attract the love that we deserve 
And um, and we both of us always say we each think we're the lucky one to have the other. And um, and that's when you know it's true love is that each of us thinks we're so lucky to have each other. I love it. Now, in our final words before we go, because I cannot believe we've been talking for 30 minutes. Gosh, we could I know. <laughs> well, um, my one thing um, I want to say, please have um, have compassion for your parents and forgive your parents. It's really hard to live your life to the fullest and find love without forgiveness and please remember that your parents did the best they could with you know the tools they had so this is one thing we need to go back all the way there if, if necessary and and do that because you don't want to carry that and the other thing is just remember that you know wherever you are in your life right now it's just a moment. That's not who you are. That's that's not permanent. And you have the power within yourself to, to change that. And especially if you lean into your connection with God and you know you trust and you ask for his help, that's going to happen. And last thing, I do believe, I truly believe that love is your inner superpower. So just use because it's it nothing beats love. I mean, nothing can nothing beat that. Can beat that. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. And we look forward to you being a guest on some of our other podcasts as well. And uh, and keeping in your proximity. That's a goodbye from me. And that's see you later, everybody. Remember, you've got this. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for having me. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Healing Through Love. You can get further resources, see the show notes, or simply reach out to us via our website at htlaustralia.org. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to your company next time on the Healing Through Love podcast.